Okay, welcome to Only Trying to Help, the podcast where we help you try to help out other people. I'm Kate. I'm here with Leslie, my favorite life guru. How's it going? Uh, do you have more than one? Uh, <laughs> Put you on the spot. Uh, no, no. You're the one and only. That's right. Uh, how is it going, life guru? Great. <laughs> All right. I have given this topic today so much thought um people wonder why i hate receiving advice so much and it's because most of it is garbage i have found um i i started making a long list of all of the really terrible advice that i've been given over the years and it was quite funny actually i mean some of it you'll find hard to believe that people have actually advised me in this way um, I feel strongly about this, and I feel like I could write an entire book just called Bad Advice. Don't take that idea. I might actually do it. Um, so today... It could be one of those books you read in the bathroom. Yes, it will be. <laughs> right. It's not a beach read. It's a bathroom read. Um, today we're going to focus on the times when people think they're helping by giving advice, but their advice is just no good. Uh, what comes to mind for you, Leslie, when you think about that? As someone who has like a counseling-ish background, I've held job titles with the word advisor in them. So I've got a lot of feelings, but the first response I had to this harkens back to, I want to say like 1998. Mm. So take yourself back. What were you doing in 1998? Mm, Everclear concert. Ooh. Yeah, I wish I was that cool. Um, yeah. What I was doing was like listening to whatever MTV wanted to play and hoping my parents didn't cut cable again. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so there was a song. I actually don't know if it was '98, but around that time, there was this song that came out, and it was actually like a commencement speech set to music. Oh my God, I know what you mean. Um, <laughs> it was about sunscreen, yeah. believe it or not. Okay, but that is good advice. It is good advice. <laughs> not advice that I took for another couple of years after that song came out. But the advice part of this, it reminds me of one of the lyrics of the song, so I actually Googled it. <clears throat> so I'm going to recite it. And it says, Be careful whose advice you buy but be patient with those who supply it. Advice is a form of nostalgia. Dispensing it is a way of fishing the past from the disposal, wiping it off, painting over the ugly parts, and recycling it for more than it's worth. So there's the flip side of that. That was in that sunscreen song? Where's sunscreen? Record scratch. I mean, I remember the parts about, like, you're not fat, don't read beauty magazines. That's a pretty powerful quote, though, that advice is a form of nostalgia. I think it is. As I've gotten older, I found myself, like, when I speak to younger colleagues or um, even, like, you know, right now we have a, a high school student doing an internship at my work. So speaking to people that are that age, I, I really get, like, a little bit of, like, a... I don't know, I don't want to say like a high, but like a, a sense of like, I could really tell them yeah. some stuff that would really help them. What if they just didn't have to learn this stuff the hard way? What if I was a mentor? Yes, mm -hmm. mm, a mentor. <laughs> oh, I wish you all could see us right now. We're both like beaming and puffing our <laughs> chests out. Um, yeah. So, you know, I think it's like a, a, a feeling where you're like, I just, you know, I've been through these things and mind you they're all specific to circumstance and mm. all of the different iterations of you know what your life has been and what it will be 
Um, and I, so I think that there is, there is some, a lot of value with, with advice in knowing that it, a lot of times it comes from someone's heart, um, but also knowing at the same exact time that it's trash sometimes. <laughs> and even when the person's trying to wipe it off and paint over the, you know, ugly parts, um, you know, some of those ugly parts are the, the lesson. I, yeah, I'm, I'm sad for all the folks who know me well, who are listening, and they have to hear me say this, but generally when people try to give me advice, I'm, I'm smiling and I'm nodding, but in my head I'm thinking, that's such garbage. That is garbage. And I've been so proud of the times in my life when I knew better than to take someone's dumb advice. <laughs> What times do you have specific? I would love to hear right. some specific. You know times. me, Leslie. You know I have a list. <laughs> you know I also shortened the list so that I wouldn't put people to sleep with this list. <laughs> but this list could be pages and pages and pages long. Um, I have a degree in public health. I was told, don't study public health. That's just for people who couldn't get into medical school. Um, I also have a degree in psychology. I was told, don't study psychology, you'll end up working at Starbucks, which I admit, I did work at Starbucks <laughs> for like a week, and I hated it, and I left, and I went to work at an inpatient psychiatric hospital and loved it. Um, so I confess, they may have been right about that, but it was one week, it did not become my career, and hey, nothing against people who work at Starbucks. Seriously. What would I do without the people who worked at Starbucks? <laughs> Um, let me emphasize that week that I spent there, I ended up leaving because it was too challenging for me. It was a really tough job. Food service is the hardest. Really tough well, job. Maybe one of the hardest. Not so. cut out for it. I was told, don't run a marathon. You'll hurt yourself. I was told, don't start your own company. Your taxes will be outrageous. I was told, don't tell people your feelings. You keep those to yourself. I was told, don't live in New York City. It's too expensive. Don't go away to college. You'll miss your friends. Don't study abroad. You can just take a vacation instead. The list of things people tried to advise me about that I was like, nope, not listening to them. I, it's just so long. And sometimes it is such, such bad advice. So I've got a bunch of like advice um, to do with job searching because that's what yeah. I um, you know, deal with a lot. Uh, you know, a lot of times I sit down and talk with somebody and yeah, we can, you know, go over your resume and, and, and that, but what I really like to do is kind of unpack the experience that you've had so far with your job search and where you are. Um, and that usually begins with what kind of support do you have and what kind of, um, you know, advice are you getting? Yeah. What are people telling you? Job searching just happens to be one of those things that everyone thinks they're an expert Ugh. at. Yeah. Um, because they've done it once 17 years ago, and they have a great job now, and you know when they were coming up, they did this one thing. And, um, and this is why I urge you to please seek out a professional in this field, because yeah. um, uh, when advice is anecdotal like that, it, you know, it's not always helpful. In fact, it's largely not helpful. Um, so I hear that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I was, um, I was once interviewing for and actually was offered a job at a pretty prestigious university, and I was excited about it, but I had, through the interview process, shared with some people like 
some weird things that had happened in the interview process. And then I ultimately got offered the job. I was really excited. And everyone kept saying, don't take that job. There were all those red flags. There were so many red flags. Yes, there were. But it was also an amazing opportunity that I was not going to pass up. And I ultimately had to defy everyone's advice, take the job. There were a ton of things wrong with it, but I'm so glad I did it because it was a launching pad for me to do so many other things. Um, so I didn't take everyone's advice and thank goodness that I didn't. I mean, and, and I see that, that sort of stuff, but I also see the things that are like, oh, well, this is the format you should use for your resume. Yeah. Um, I, you can't see me. I'm rolling my eyes to the back of my skull. Um, because everyone thinks that their resume format is the resume format. And I've got feelings on this and I don't need to go into it on this podcast. You can come. Don't share me. your feelings. You should keep those to yourself. <laughs> I've got so many feelings. This is my job. Um, but you know, what ends up happening is people are like, Oh, well you need to do this or yeah. you need to get a job at the city because the city oh, has yeah. That's uh, the best place to a go. pension. And I'm like, yeah, well the city is also a dead end for a lot of people. So yeah. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't, you know, you need to think about what that looks like for you in particular. What Just are your it goals? Works for somebody else. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't mean that that's right for you. Yeah. Um, so that's a lot of what I, what I get with advice is like people, well, this person told me to put this line on my cover letter. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know, they, they heard this one thing on the radio or, you know, whatever, wherever they heard it. So that's kind of what I run up yeah. against. And, and, you know, you've heard it a million times. We've said it a million times that like most people want to be heard, not advised. And I feel like we keep saying that over and over again. And it just like doesn't sink in for people. And I think it doesn't sink in for people because we, as people who want to be helpful, feel like we're not doing anything if we're just listening to them and understanding them and hearing their problems. Uh, And I'm not going to sit here and quote the same studies I quoted in season one Mm -hmm. about how listening is actually very helpful for people. Um, You can go back and listen to season one, but the evidence base is... That's her advice to you. (laughs) The evidence base is huge here that at this point we know people really do much better in life when they feel understood and not so great when they feel advised or pushed around. And so the message is when you're tempted to advise someone or tell them what to do, just like slow the hell down check yourself because you don't you're not the expert what do you know right. and try to just understand first and there is hard science to back up that that's more effective it's not just nicey nice i think sometimes it's easy to dismiss listening it's like oh well that's just nice but i want to actually help someone mm-hmm. no you are actually helping someone have you actually ever heard like had someone come up to you and say what should i do i mean i suppose you have because of what your your yeah has been. i have and when you know that's a different thing when someone says what do you think i should do this or this um that shifts us to a different place where this person does want guidance. Sometimes I still don't take that bait though. I was though. gonna say, yeah. So I feel like I don't need to take the bait. I can still say, you know what's best for you. You don't need me to tell you. How do I know what's best? And if the person looks really dissatisfied with that, I might say, look, I guess if I had to make a pick right now, I would pick A over B. But really, I wanna emphasize there's no way I know better than you do in mm-hmm. this situation. 
Yeah, the danger of advice is, you know, when you provide advice to somebody, if it's the right advice, they get no feeling of accomplishment and or investment necessarily from that. Like they didn't feel like I made the right decision. I trusted mm -hmm. my instincts. I gathered the evidence. Um, I, you know, I, I made my hypothesis based on all these things. They didn't get that feeling, um, which is something that's really important for any kind of growth. Um, and then the the opposite happens. If your advice wasn't good, well, it's your fault. Yeah, it, it gets very messy with blame and doubt. Um, and I, I also think, like, I don't know, let's, I like making up people. Just give me a name of a person, any name. Julia. Julia, okay. Julia comes to me and says, Kate, uh, I don't know what to do. It's so tempting for me to hear, I don't know what to do, and translate that into, Julia just said, Kate, tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. Julia did not right. say, tell me what to do. She said, I don't know what to do. That is really different than saying, could you tell me what to do? Those are wildly different statements. And a lot of people don't hear the difference that when someone who you care about comes to you and says, gosh, I just don't know what to do. They are still not necessarily asking you to tell them. They might just be letting you know right. that they're confused. They may not be saying, could you almighty wise one give me the path? <laughs> Right. Like they're not necessarily looking at you like you know what to do. Right. They might just be like, I just want you to know that I'm in a weird place right now. Well, maybe I just want to talk out my thought process. Yeah. I just um, didn't want to be on my own with this. Right. And, and keep in mind, there might be subjects that you might not want to weigh in on. Yes. Like even if someone says, hey, what should I do? Should I, you know, should I quit this job? Yeah. Um, you might want to say, listen, you know this better than I do. I asked my Instagram story if they thought the paint color I chose for my dining room was too boring or not. And like 73% I'm so lost. You asked, I don't know this lingo. You asked your Instagram story. So on your Instagram, pretend you the audience poll. is 75 years old <laughs> Sorry. and spell this out for us on your Instagram story, <laughs> which is different than your Instagram feed. There's also Facebook stories. Sometimes they can be one and the same. Is everyone with us still? Okay, go. <laughs> I, I feel like I need a visual supplement here. Um, you can have a poll and the, the viewers of your story can select yes or no. Okay. And then you will get the responses, but you can only get yes or no. You can ask for more than that, but you can't like rate or anything like okay. that or do multiple choice yet. Um, All right. It might be different tomorrow. Who knows? Um, but I said, you know, who, who thinks that this color is too boring? And then I found myself really dissecting who said yes and who said no and what they think about me and my color choices and everything. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. This is why take people a, hate millennials. Take a deep, oh yeah, I know, really, <laughs> seriously. Uh, take a deep, like a whole deep breath yeah. because... They were just like, you know, they, they don't, just, they're just participating. And I asked them. Yeah. And it doesn't, you know. Yeah. And, and I was like, well, I'll just have to tell this person this is what I just went with anyway because, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I make up some, who, like, I, I need to tell them this whole thing and let them know, even though they advised me one way, I went the other way. Who cares? Yeah, I will <laughs> say, you know, it's because most people jump to advice that I tend not to share a lot of things I'm going through. And sometimes I share them like months later and I'll say, hey, by the way, folks, you know, like the last few months I've been dealing with this thing. And people look at me and go, why didn't you say anything? 
And it's hard to tell them, but it's like, I didn't want your advice. Yeah. Like, I didn't want you telling me what to do. Right. So I just kept it to myself. And that's kind of a lonely place to be right. when I feel like my options are tell people and hear their advice or just keep it to myself. That's too, that sucks. Yeah. That really sucks. Yeah, I had uh, very similar experiences when there's a couple of things. And if you know me, I'm, I'm like pretty open book about everything that has to do with me. Um, but there's a couple of things where I'm like, I just need to keep this under wraps just in case mm-hmm. something doesn't pan out. So I don't want to hear from everyone on this. Right. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's feelings. I just didn't need to, to feel that in my soul. And the thing that I'm really thinking about here is, um, you know, was it like two summers ago when I was trying to get pregnant? Mm-hmm. And I didn't want advice from anybody, like just anybody. Yeah. Um, there are a couple people that I did share um, with maybe, maybe just really one or two. Yeah. Um, only because I was like, okay, I know this person's been through mm-hmm. this kind of stuff and they don't mind talking about cervical mucus. Um, <laughs> I heard the collective shudder. Oh, um, <laughs> I am going to post this episode on Facebook with hashtag cervical <laughs> mucus. I do know what a hashtag is. So I'm not totally hopeless. That's good. That's good. You're, you're stuck in 2010, but you know, you'll get there. Oh, man. <laughs> I advise you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's just funny. This really brings out, um, you know, last episode we talked about humor and I said, you know, sarcasm tends not to be helpful, but advice brings out my sarcastic side. Oh, really? Like when people start giving me advice, even if I'm not doing this out loud in my own head, I'm getting really sarcastic. Oh. And like my inner voice is like, ooh, lucky me. I'm about to receive some wisdom today. Like, here we go. Oh and it's really sarcastic. And I generally don't do it out loud because people would be mad. But um, I just want folks to know I can't be the only one doing that. Yeah. I'll just bill you later for this time <laughs> yeah. you're wasting. So one of the things that comes up is people will be like, well, if I don't give advice, I don't know what to do instead. Um, and, and I think that's a really fair way to spend the last few minutes of this podcast is like, what could you do? And I'm aware of the irony that I feel like I'm giving advice on how to not give advice. Um, just, you know, bear with me, I guess. But I mean, you're probably listening to this podcast either because we've guilted you into it <laughs> or because you're actually interested in these. All these, right. Yeah, and you know, I guess I can emphasize you could always turn it off if you're like, I don't want your advice about how to not give advice. This would be a good time to turn it off then. Um, I would say if someone comes to you and they're struggling with something, like whether it's a job search or um, trying to have a baby or they don't know what to do about their relationship or whatever the case may be, we tend to jump right to how do I fix that problem for them and sometimes what you're missing is the stuff they're already doing well. And it can be really helpful for both of you in this conversation to, to start with like what's going right. Um, what's like something they're already killing it at or crushing it with. And it's not meant to be like a look on the bright side thing. It's meant to be more like, like let's say Leslie, you come to me and you say, oh my gosh, I don't know what to do about this paint color. And I say to you, I'm fully confident you're going to be able to pick this out because I've seen your house and it's beautiful. I'm starting with what's going right. That doesn't mean we can't still talk about this struggle that you're having, but it's like, I'm letting you know, I see you as capable and, and 
Um, you're not. That's a big. You see me as capable. I see you as capable helps us both. Yeah. Because it calms down my urge to want to save you. Yeah. If I remind myself, Leslie's capable. Right. And it's helpful for you to hear that you're capable. And the, and also, if I make a decision that's uh, opposite of, mm-hmm. you know, it's people believe in me. Yeah. Yeah. And then. If after that you're still dying to give advice, I, first of all, I predict your urge to give advice will calm down once you compliment the person because you are then seeing them as strong and capable. But if you're still like, I really want to tell Leslie which paint color to pick, then um, I might recommend that you ask first something like, you know, I do have an opinion here. Are you open to that? Are you, are you, are you like in a space where you're ready to hear opinions? Are you, are you inviting those or are you not there yet? Um, and I've had people, this is like 50, 50. Like I've had folks say, oh my gosh, if you have advice, like don't hold out on me. Like I definitely want your advice. And I've had other people be like, oh my God, you wouldn't believe it. I'm getting advice from every corner of this Mm -hmm. earth. The last thing I need is another piece of advice. I kind of just wanted to like dump some of this on you. And I'm like, fine, now I know, that's cool. Yeah, what I try to do, a lot of times do is say like, hey, listen, I'm I'm here as a friend or I can provide you with some professional advice. Mm -hmm. Um, And I can do that because this is my field of expertise. But you may not be interested in that. And yeah. I usually say it cuter. I'm like, do you want me to wear my career counselor hat or do you want me to wear my Leslie hat? <laughs> and um, how cute am I? Um, so <laughs> um, and, and that kind of helps define the role for me. Yeah. And that helps define the the um, conversation a little bit more. Yeah. Um, like, because listen, I like I said, I could go on and on about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um and I, but was this you that I said, oh, I could go on and on. Someone said, please don't. <laughs> oh, I might have been. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I've heard enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't know if that was me or not. But I do think it's helpful to get those boundaries and just say, can you please set the boundaries for me? Are we doing advice here? Are we doing listening here? What, what, what are you in for? Like, what are you interested right. in? Um, and then if somebody is open to advice, and I think you already said this, I'm really just reiterating it, to come at it with a like a healthy dose of humility is helpful to begin with like, okay, so you're open to advice, I'm going to give you some, but I don't know everything. And I, you know, I might be the expert in this field, but you're the expert in your life. True. So, um, you know, here's what I was thinking, but you might know better. And so let me know your thoughts on that. And I think those three steps, so first is see the good in the person, see if you can point out their strengths. The second step is to ask first before you share advice. And then if you're about to share some still, the third point would be do it with, a, with an attitude of humility and, and maybe try to be humble about it, that you don't know everything. If you step back from those three steps, I don't know, what would that be, one and a half steps? Um, and thinking about that song lyric, though, it's like uh, advice is like re- recycling something from the past and trying to give it back as worth more. Right. It's like, you know, you might just be digging up something that was your own right. that either went well or didn't go well, and you're trying to polish it up and make it shiny. Right. Just because you can make sand art out of your used ketchup bottle doesn't mean somebody else wants it. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I guess my best advice is there's a lot of bad advice. Um, And I often tell people my best advice is is be careful what advice you take 
um, I can just, I think some of my most proud moments were the moments where I knew better than to take someone's advice. I, I often say, don't dish it out and be careful how much you accept. Yeah. Anything else from you? I think that's wise. Yeah. Don't upcycle your life. <laughs> or maybe do. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll workshop that one. Yeah. I think, I think we're on to something though, or maybe we're just recycling what the song lyric was. Um, please tell us what we've missed. We like hearing from you and your experiences. You can email us at questions at onlytryingtohelp.com or tweet us at I was O-T-T-H. Um, you're making me think we need an Instagram now with a story I can... What would, What did you say? You asked the story? Yeah. All right. We do that. We'll work on it. I don't... I have to learn this, but we'll do it. Um, and then lastly, we do have a good old-fashioned worldwide web website. <laughs> And that's only open internet explorer and type in. <laughs> First, use your dial-up connection. <laughs> Put your hand on the mouse. The mouse is the device plugging into your oh, computer. Oh my goodness! How did I Put become? Put your cursor on the E for internet explorer. <laughs> ah, well. And on that note, it's www.onlytryingtohelp.com. We'll, we'll, I don't know, post some hand-drawn pictures or something that feels old-fashioned. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, folks. Take care.